0: So, uh, first of all, today's learning is so we're up to Daf Gimel Amid Aleph, uh, four lines into the page. Uh, today's Daf is fairly simple. Just to run through it, um, the, we, we had in the Mishnayis our Mishnah by Zav. A couple of Mishnayis, we had categories, like shloisha drachim, shnei drachim, sheva drachim. And the question was, why use the word derech, drachim, which is usually feminine, you should use devarim, which is a synonym in seven methods, as opposed to ways, seven methods. So the last thing we, we've, we've been constantly saying is that whenever it says the word derech, it's not just listing categories, it's explaining how those categories got there, meaning seven ways to test a zav, it didn't just say dvarim, which are seven methods, it's trying to teach you that the things that they're listening can lead to a zav. So it's not just there are seven categories of ways to test a zav, it's saying d'rachim, because all these things are the derech to become a zav. Um, another example, um, uh, by our Mishnah, ha'ish ha'niknas b'sholosha d'rachim, because it's the derech to travel. It's the derech to go to get married. So that, that's the that's the reason why it, po- it chose derachem as opposed to Dvarim, because it's not just looking for ways to describe different categories. It's saying these are the methods of how you got there. Like an esrog is similar to um, a vegetable when it comes to meiser be derech because it's not just that it's in the same category. It has the same process that it it drinks from the same types of water. Yeah. I it's sort of it not But not like, the Burum, like, a bad connotation, like, we started <laughs> <a left>, <laughs> no, 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 It still made it... not It still made it to the turret. So kind of, kind of really you know, no, I, don't, I don't. I never saw that anywhere that the word Devarim devar implies negativity. It's interesting I, I never saw. That. Listen, if it's it's one of the one of the it can't be that bad. No, but it's, it's brought down because I'm closer know. than uh, Moshe. I don't know. It's a good point, but I, I I have no idea. It's above my pay grade. But uh, so the, that's the Gemara's point that derech and dvarim are both sort of synonyms, but derech is where you have a category where it's trying to teach you of how you got there. Of Sort of the process. So the Gemara just says, I have a problem. We have the word Durochem by Mishnah where it doesn't do that. now we know that there's uh, things called behamas, which are, uh, you know, farm animals, uh, cows, goats, sheeps. And then you have chayes. Chayes are like deer and, uh, you know, antelope, I guess, those type of things. Buffalos. The, 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 there's a, uh, buffalo, take it back. So then there's a shy love, what about a koi? A koi is an animal that Chazal, we're not sure. Is it a behem or is it a chaya? Some say it's a buffalo type of animal. And some say, so it's like behema quality, behaya quality. It's livestock, but it's also wild. Or some say koi was just a new bria. Whatever it is. So the Mishnah says, koi yeshroi durachim mm-hmm. There are durachim, there are methods. There are ways that a koi is similar to a chaya, it, it, the, the way that it's similar to a chaya. The, the Mishnah is not going into it, but I'll just tell you. It's that a chaya, you have to cover the blood, right? When you shecht a bird or a chaya, you have to do kisse adam. You don't have to do adam when you shecht a, a cow. When you shecht a koi, you have to do kisse adam, okay? And there are ways that a koi is similar to a domesticated animal in that the chaylev is not permitted. You're allowed to eat the chaylev of a chaya, you're not to eat the chayla of a behema, and you're also not to eat the chayla of a koi. The eshved rochem behema, and there are methods, there are ways that it's similar to both. That it's just like a chayyah and a behema need shchita, so to a koi need shchita as opposed to let's say a fish. and there are ways that it's neither. Um, it means that it can't breed with either. It can't breed with a behema or a chayyah because that's considered mixed breeding because it's not a behema and it's not a chaya. The point is, this is an example where it says the word derach and there's no no teaching, there's no methodology, there's no process. It's just subcategories. So why not pick dvarim? Nisni dvarim. So it shows you that your approach that there's a difference between drachim and Dvarim is not accurate because your whole answer is that it picked drachim to teach you like a side point. There's no side point to be taught here. Another point, this is one of the ways, we have in the beginning of Gitan that uh, you have to say that if you bring a get from outside of Israel, you have to say, and the same thing also with that. They're, that one of the approaches is that if you also have a, an emancipation document from outside of Israel, you have to say, the point is, the Mishnah says this is one of the durachim, the ways that Gite and that divorce. And emancipation documents are similar. What's the what's the derech? Nisni dvarim, teach dvarim. So what is the, so back to the original question is why does it sometimes use devarim and sometimes use derechim? So the answer is kalhecha plukta tani kalhecha tani dvarim. The answer is very simple, and that is whenever there is a mishnah's list that is hundred percent covered, meaning it covers all the options, then it picks then it picks um, devarim. But anytime it's an incomplete list, meaning um, the the let's say our Mishnah, a woman has Kedushin in three ways, Kesef Shtarambia. There is a way that you would think that it's excluding, and that's chuppah as the gemara is going to talk later on. So because the list is excluding something, it picks dirachim But anytime the list just covers everything, then it's Devarim. So if you were to have something, let's say, like the, the case of the Gitein Nashim Shukri Vadim, it says this is one of the ways that they're similar Durachim because there are ways that they're not similar so anytime you have a list that is sort of like an incomplete list I don't mean incomplete that the mission didn't choose to list it but anytime so if I'm listing something I'm like okay this A and B are similar in seven ways but that's and they're similar in every single way, then it's devarim. But if they're similar in five ways and the two ways they're not similar, you would pick derachim. So derachim implies that this is how they're similar, but there are ways that they're not similar. Devarim is a complete list, <laughs> sort of like that. It's, it's in that in that in that vein. So the Gemara says Dekanami. I'll prove it to you. Diktani, Seifa, Esik, Shaval Davar Shmamina. We, we said that uh, in our version of the Mishnah, we had that an esrog is similar to a tree in three derachim, and it's similar to a vegetable in one derach. Rav Eliezer actually believes that an esrog is similar to a tree in every way. Notice how he used the word davar. Because to him, it's a complete list. There's no, there's no. you see, by us, it's compa- it's comparable to a, a tree in three ways, but it's not comparable in one way. It's comparable to a vegetable in one way and not in three ways. Picks Durachim. Revaliezer, who holds that an esrog is a fruit in every halacha, he just says Devarim because to him it's a complete list. Okay. Vaiter in the Gemara. The Gemara says like this, um, Our Mishnah said, Uh, so the question is why do you need to list the numbers just say i could count you don't have to tell me three i could count and say that a woman is released divorce and death and i'll count that it's two why do you have to say What are you coming to teach you? What is the Mishnah when it says three ways? What is that coming to exclude? And what is the conclusion of the Mishnah coming to exclude? Meaning don't tell me the numbers. Just tell me the list. I'll count it. So the Gemara says, the, the list in the Mishnah in the beginning is to exclude a chuppah, meaning but a chuppah doesn't work so if you enter the khopa having a mind that it should be Kedushin, it doesn't work Khopa is nesuin, not Kedushin doesn't work the problem is, what does Rav do with this? Ravhuna holds that a chuppah does work for Kedushin Kavachomer, if it could make nesuin Kavachomer, it could make Kedushin so according to Rav Huna is, is is stronger and a Kavachai should work. So according to him, you could be Kona in Isha with Chuppah. So what is the what is the count coming to exclude? Um, by the way, we actually say in the Bracha, uh, under the Chuppah, we say, de chuppah So the Ran says, why do you do Chuppah first? Because the Badekin, according to some opinions, is the, is the chuppah. Also, entering the chuppah, you enter the chuppah before you give the ring. So according to Rav Huna, the chuppah would probably maybe serve as Kedushin as well. But we do Kedushin and then there's chuppah. Chuppah does not work. So that's why our, the beginning of the mission is to exclude, uh, is to exclude chuppah. I, according to Rav Huna, that chuppah does, can affect Kedushin. So what is the shlo- shlosha drachim? What is the word shlosha coming to exclude? L'miutich it's to exclude chalipin. Chalipin is a form of a kenyan that you give someone a very cheap item. It doesn't have to be cheap, but it could be cheap, like a handkerchief or a yarmulke, or whatever. Well, then, on, to so according to, no. to Rav Huna, yeah. yeah. But the point the four is, ways are five ways. well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah so but, but how do you have three no, because it's still, it's, easy. it could, it could work. It's not the one. It's not the process that we prefer. Oh, I understand what she's. Right? I hear what you're saying. It's still. Yeah, it's still, that four that four Meaning Ravuna holds that a chopa could work. But the Mishnah is still trying to. Meaning the Mishnah, you're right. The Mishnah does not lose chopa, which Ravuna has to deal with. That's Kasha, why Ravuna deals with that. I, I hear your point. I, 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 hear your I hear your Kasha. I hear your Kasha. I hear your Kasha. Okay. okay. Yeah. holds it's Yeah, but my, my father's just saying that that, you, that according to Ravuna Stam, if at the end of the day it's three to the exclusion of four then Chuppah he needs to drop one of the three. he's got to drop one of the three that's a good kasha, I don't know Mishnah, no? yeah, Rav Huna? no, no, no Rav Huna can't I'm going to have to check, that's a good kasha I guess we'll get up to it, that's a good kasha I don't know I I, I think it's dealt with in the Gemara in so I'm assuming the Gemara is going to ask the kasha but I don't know so the Gemara says so according to him what is the Mishnah coming to exclude? it's coming to exclude Chalipin Meaning, what's Chalipin? Chalipin is by me giving you a handkerchief and you acquiring this, you also acquire something else. Let's say you want to acquire a fridge. It's too heavy to pick up. So what you do is I give you the handkerchief and I say Chalipin that by you acquiring the handkerchief, you also acquire the the fridge. So Chalipin is very common by chuppas, We don't do it to acquire the woman, but by the ksuba, you want to acquire an intangible, like the responsibilities found within the ksuba. So by me picking up this pen or this handkerchief, I also acquire the responsibilities found within the document itself. So, right, let's say the ksuba, right, the, the tenoyim, right, the, the husband's father accepts that if the husband doesn't show up, he'll pay penalties. So I want to accept that upon myself. So one of the methods to do that is through chalipin. By me acquiring... Huh? it's also anytime you want to uh, 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 make transfer of either ownership or responsibilities it's usually done through halibin so the question is can a, ca- acquire a woman through halibin meaning by me picking up this this handkerchief I'm also acquiring her as my wife says no no doesn't work I cannot do halibin to acquire a woman it doesn't work the, again how it would be used you'd give the husband the handkerchief he'd pick it up and by him picking up the handkerchief he also acquires a wife doesn't work. And that's the Mishnah says, Kesef Shtar to the exclusion of Chaliban. So, and why would I think that would work? So, why does Kesef work? Kesef is learned out because that's how you acquire a field. Right? Kicha, Kicha, Meste Efron. So, you could also acquire a field through chalipin, so I might think salka taita You might think ha'il v'gomer kicha kicha misdeyefron. The whole Indian that kesef works is because it's learned out from acquiring a field kicha kicha misdeyefron. Well, masa the mekanei so I could make the argument I could acquire a field through chalipin. Mm-hmm. Afishanam mekanei bchalipin, so too I should be able to acquire a wife through chalipin. Kamash no, the Mishra says no. So the gemara says a very simple kasha, which is so why not? Meaning, why taka? Why taka? Chas, does chalipin not work? If we are learning out how you acquire a wife from how you acquire a field, then how come chalipin Taka doesn't work? So the Gemara says, So why does it not work? The answer is, Khaliban can be accomplished even with an item that's less than a pruta. You could take up a tissue. Because chalipin, it could be an item that's not valuable at all. It doesn't have to be valuable as a shavah pruta. Because the whole purpose of Khaliban is by me acquiring A, I'm really acquiring B. So it doesn't really matter. A is more like a, like a lightning rod. It doesn't really matter what the value is. No, a Shtar has to be Shavapruta. The Shtar the itself. itself has to be a shavu pruta, but yeah, by Kedushin. So the point is, so Khalibin, postures, so Khalibin, it, 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 the item could be less than a Shavapruta, and a woman does not give herself over for less than a Shavapruta. The Gemara says, <laughs> go to the next page, a woman will not give herself over. She has enough pride that she would not give herself over to be acquired unless in a Pruta. Therefore, so therefore, the, the the case you can't do chalipin because pachem to Pruta is not uh, is not enough, and therefore chalipin is is possible with less than Pruta, So chalipin is not possible by kedusha. So therefore, the 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 beginning count of the mishnah is to exclude chalipin. What about the end of the mishnah that said that there's two ways that a woman is released? It's through death of the husband or through divorce. So, what is the exclusion coming? What is the end of the mission coming? The exclusion of the chalitza is to teach you chalitza doesn't work. Meaning, let's say instead of getting divorced, the husband wants to do chalitza. Would that work? The answer is no. Now, and by the way, you'd say, of course not. Well, it's because we're used to this. But I could actually argue chalitza should work, right? If chalitza is able to remove um, a y- yibum, which get doesn't work, Right? That's the only way that Yivam works It's either death of the husband, a Yavam Or Chalitza So if Yivam, which is a very strong bond That get cannot sever And Chalitza can, I would maybe argue Chalitza should sever every marriage So the Gemara says chalitza, so good, I, I should make the following My Who cannot be released by a divorce If the Yavam, instead of doing Chalitza Gives a divorce, it's not effective biblically But yet Yotza be chalitza, But Chalitza is enough to sever that relationship zoo so then the average wife, she yotza, beget that she can be released by a divorce. Of course she should it should work. Come no, the Mishnah says no, death and divorce are the only ways. Khalitza is not effective. So the Gemara says, Khanami. So why is it not effective? It's a good argument. Khalitza should work. So the Gemara says, Omar cross, safer Krisus. The Pasik describes that the way she's released is safer Crisus. Safer Kursa, in the Kursa. The only thing that could sever the relationship that's within his power is a safer. It has to be a divorce to the exclusion of chalitza. Okay, so let me explain to you what we're about to do now. Um, the Gemara has a kasha. Kesef minolan. How do you know that kesef works? Now, we said yesterday, kicha kicha from Steafron. That was a little bit of a spoiler. That's the end of this long discussion. we got to get there. So now we're going to take a very long route. We're not going to get to the answer today. We're just going to... Start this this process downstream of trying to figure out what is the source that Kesef works. Um, yeah, okay. So I just I, I just acknowledge the fact that what's behind the Gemara? Well, no, it, it, the Gemara. This what the, the, this is the normal methodology. Rashi just if you look at Rashi, Rashi Kesef Minolan Hacha Iker. Rashi says, this is the Iker Yesterday when we referenced, it was Agav Groranaka. It was just to answer a question. But this is the Iker And this is like, so like, th- this is the Iker What we had yesterday was sort of a spoiler. Okay, so what is the source that Kesef Minolan? How do you know that Kesef works? Where's the source that Kesef is, is approached for kedushin? You have to remember, before Mountain Torah, there was no Kesef. It was bia. That was the only way. That was Yehuda and Tamar. That was, it was bia. It's a big Chiddush uh, from the Raghad-Shamer. what I said. That the, you should on the Oh, sort of yeah, 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 that could be. Yeah, that could be, for sure. Yeah? You said you Yehudah tomorrow is Biyah? That was Biyah, yeah. But didn't you say that you having mean, Biyah, it has to be less Kiddushin? It was. I mean, well, no, so it, it was... Before Matan Torah, the Rambam describes this, that before Matan Torah, the methodology of kedushin was a man said to the woman, "Let's have relations together." That was a That, that was a, That was that was kedushin. That was a, there was no there was no Lushame kedushin. There was no kavanas needed. There was no kesef. There was no star. That was that was the approach. Whatever it was, there was. But, but he wasn't doing that l'shem kedushin. Uh, no, no. Pashas, he was doing it for she, for Yibam more than that. The Ramban talks about Yehuda. It's not not for now. But the point is okay. that was the approach of marriage before Mount Tyra. He didn't need it uh, l'shem kedushin. You it know? was no. It's a, I think it was like adam poigah be b'shok. You met a woman. You said let's have relations. That was it. I think I think it could be that you had. to, I have to check the Rambam. You have to do shem kedushin. But there's a big chiddush of the rugged Shavar. It's a very rugged Shavar type of chab. It's a big Shadla in the Pais scheme if you have a civil marriage, whether a civil marriage requires a divorce, you have a couple that didn't have Kadushin, they just lived together. So Rav Hankin famously felt that they do, and as he wrote a whole safer on it. Um, uh, Rav, the Ragachever felt that even post Matantara, you could have a pre Matantara marriage that requires a get. That was the is uh, uh, chab. But anyway, let's start the Gemara. Kesef Minolan, what's the approach with Kesef? How do I know that Kesef works? Vesu, and another question, there's a Mishnah that says, The father has the rights to his daughter. Now, this is a daughter under bat mitzvah or until she's 12 and a half, until she's a bogera. So A father has the right to marry her off, and the father keeps the money. He has the rights of the money by Kesef. He has the rights of the money by star. So let's say the star, he can give a, a star. He can accept a star kedushin for the daughter. And Bia. So what does it mean the father has the rights for Bia? So Rashi says it means that he could force her to live with someone for the Shtar against her will. Tysus says it means that if the husband's willing, if the prospective husband's willing to pay to have Bia's kedushin, he keeps the money. Okay, whatever it is. The point is the father has the rights to marry off the daughter until she's 12 and a half with Kesef. And... So, it's the same question. How do you know that the Kesef is affecting Kedushin in this way? Um And how do you know that the father keeps the money? So, we have to figure out where is the source of Kesef Kedushin by the average relationship and by a father marrying off a daughter, and how do you know the father keeps the money? So, the Gemara says attempt number one. Attempt number one is talking about a maidservant, a Hebrew, a Jewish maidservant in Amma Evriya. Uh, she, she leaves in three ways. Okay, she either leaves through Yiud. Yud means she marries the, the 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 master or the master's son. So she be, she's, she's no longer a slave. She's married to them. Number two is she buys her way out. Let's say it costs her a hundred dollars to be a slave. She pays hundred dollars. she's leaves. Or bat mitzvah. Okay. Now the pasuk is describing her leaving at the age of bat mitzvah. It says v'yotzachinam. She leaves for free. Ain kasef. She doesn't have to pay. Right. Once she ages out, she leaves for free. Why does the pasuk say ain kasef? She doesn't have to pay she's free it's a it's a it's it's a double derivative it's not necessary so it says like this means there's no money given to this master when she leaves but there's money given to another master when she leaves what does that mean another master every girl when she gets married under bat mitzvah she's leaving the master of her father's domain and getting married so there's no money to this master, but there's money to another master, meaning, i.e., the father gets the money. Meaning, so there's no master, there's no money when she leaves this master, this is leaving slavery, so, but there is money when she leaves another master, that means, let's say she's under by mitzvah, and she's married off by her father, so she's leaving the father's domain to become a wife, there is money to the father. Umani, who is that? That's the Av. So you see the money goes to the father. Meaning that the kesef kedushin goes to the father. So the Gemara says, Eimel Lididah, how do you know that it goes to the father? The Pasuk just says there's no money when she leaves this master, which implies there's money when she leaves another master. It means that there's money when she leaves her father's domain when she gets married. But how do you know the money goes to the father? It just says there's money. Maybe she gets to keep it. It just says there's money. That's all you could deduce. There's money when she gets married. But how do you know the father gets the money? Maybe it goes to her. So the Gemara says, Wait, wait, you're telling me the money has to go to the father, right? Because the father is Makabla Kedushin, and then the father gives it to the daughter. That doesn't make any sense. If the father is in charge that he's able to be Makabla Kedushin, wouldn't it make sense that he keeps the money? So he's saying, no, maybe you have to give the Hareya Makadeshusli to the father, but then the father gives it to the daughter. That doesn't make sense. If the father is in charge that he is Makabla Kedushin, he's definitely in charge that he keeps the Kedushin. So, fine, so this is the source. So the source is, how do you know that the Kesev Kedushan goes to the father, and how do you know that it works? It's because in Kasev. There's no money when she leaves one master, but there is money when she leaves another master, and that's when she gets married. Here's the problem. How old is it when it's describing the slave? It's when she ages out, which is Bat Mitzvah. A father is able to be Mikabal Kedushan until she's 12 and a half. So, you found a source that the father keeps the money, but maybe that's only until she's, she's bat mitzvah. How do you, have, you don't have a source that he should be able to keep the money from 12 to 12 and a half. Meaning, you have a source that the father keeps the money because when she leaves one slave, when she leaves one master, she doesn't have to pay. The implication is there is payment to the other master, and that's the father. When does she leave slavery? When she's 12? But the father is able to make a kidush until she's 12 and a half. So we have a source until she's twelve, that makes sense. But twelve to 12 and a half when she's already an adult, I still don't have a source for that. So the Gemara says, Mahani Milikitana. Maybe the father keeps the money and the father has the right to kadush and the father keeps the money. When she's under ba mitzvah, to less the because she's not old enough to receive her own kadush. Aval naira, But when the daughter is under Ba mitzvah, this the when she's old enough, we should she be able to make a right? She's already a legal adult. Take the shee, let the daughter betroth herself. Meaning, what's the source that the father keeps Makabal Kedushin and keeps Kedushin from 12 to 12 and a half? Okay, so the Gemara attempts another pasuk. The pasuk says, This is after the parsha of Nedarim, that the father can annul the daughter's vows. The pasuk says, Eila chokimashetziba shemesmaisha beninishli ishim in avavavitoi ben, ish ish ben ureha base aviha. Those words of b'nureha beis while she is a naira in her father's house. B'nureha means she's a naira. Naira is from 12 to 12 and a half. That's the age of a naira. Beis aviha. What, what does that come to teach you? Kol shevach nurim It teaches you that from the age of 12 to 12 and a half, Bin ureha beis She is in her father's domain, meaning her father's in charge. Now, although the pasuk is just referring to Nedarim, we're expounding it to Benurecha Saviha that during the age of nairus, N- which is from 12 to 12 and a half, our father's in charge. You give the money to the father. Oh, okay. Well, here's the problem. Rav, There was a Shiloh, that, they asked Rav, how do you know that if a daughter has a job, that the money goes to the father? Let's say the daughter is between 12 and 12 and a half, or under 12, she has a job. How do you know the father gets the money? That was the shayla? So Rab gave the following answer. Shinamar, ki ishes the Pasuk says that when a father will sell his daughter as a slave, daughter as a slave, the actual word daughter is to tell you to compare a daughter to a slave. Ma oma just like a slave. The money goes to the master. Af maise de So to buy a daughter, the money goes to the father. So this pasuk is coming to teach you that a naira although the pasuk is referring to a katana it's unnecessary it's coming to teach you a naira. okay here's the problem the the e tape claim meaning like this we have a pasuk that says the simple child of the pasuk is that it's talking about a and darim only but we're expounding it to tell you no bin from the age of 12 and 12 and a half she is in her father's domain her father's macabre kesef here's the problem they asked rav had that's her own, that's her own, that's that's her fun. So here's the kasha. They asked Rav, a girl up to the age of 12 and a half, how do you know the father gets her salary? So he had a whole of taira because the pasach compares a bitai to an ama to a slave. Just like a slave, it goes to the masses, so to a daughter, it goes to, the ma- it goes to the father. And Rashi explains, there's no pasach needed for under bat mitzvah because it's pasha, therefore this pasach is expanding for 12 and Let me ask you a question. If the words be savia is not just talking about it's talking about that the father gets the money, then that's an easier pasach. They asked Rav, how do you know that the, her job salary goes to the father? Just go, Benarel Be boom. When you have to go to it says, Bita ila amma, ma'amma, maisi adela Bita maisi adela via, and a whole Shekel just go, Benarel Be simpler. What's the answer? Benarel Be is not talking about money, it's talking about a taris Nadarim. There you go. The Gemara says, Ella, why didn't they use the Pasuk bin Raby It's Bafaris Nadarum The Pasuk bin Besavia is not coming to teach you that the father has rights to her financially. It's talking about Ataris Nadarim. That's it. So af Hachanami, Ataris Nadarim. Meaning, let me just remind ourselves of the flow, very simply. We're trying to figure out how do I know that the father can makeabal kadushion for the daughter and keeps the money. So we have a Pasuk that says, Yatzachinam in Kasaf. There's no kesef when she leaves this master, but there is when it goes to the father. That's from So the Gemara says, but that's only until she's 12. To 12 to 12 and a half. How do you know that the father is kedusha when she's Anaira? The answer is Binur The answer is that's not good. That Posik's not good. That Posik's not talking about financially. That's talking about Ataris nadarim. I'll prove it to you. When they asked Rav, how do you know that Anaira's salary goes to the dad? He didn't find that Pasik, which is much simpler. What's the answer? That Posik is talking about Ataris and only. So Therefore, you cannot tell me that that's the source, that the father is mekabal kesev out of a naira. That Posik is that the father has the right to annul her vows. That is it. So we're back to the original question, which is, how do I know that a girl that's 12 to 12 and a half, the father is mekabal kedushin for her and keeps the money? And don't tell me binu rabbi Savia, because that Posik is talking about a taris and darim only. So Gemara says, okay, Nail of Learn it out from Ataras the and say, if the father can be Mataher Nadarim, he could probably keep her Casa Kedushin. The answer is, that's no good. You can't compare money to Isurim. Meaning, the fact that the father can annul her vows and avoid Isurim is not comparable to cash. We don't learn out money from Isurim. So the fact that the father can do Ataris the does not tell you anything about his financial uh, power. So Gamar says, okay, I hear you. So we're back to the original question. How about this? What about if the daughter is attacked? The halacha is that when a naira is attacked, he has to pay, the, 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 the rapist has to pay kese, uh, a knas, he has a boishis pagam, right? And who gets all the money? The father. The father. Boom. If the father is mekabel, if the father takes the penalty, then he probably can receive kesef kedushin. Okay, that's good. The chitay of meknas, the answer is mama meknas al We don't compare cash to penalties. Penalties are unique. Right? When you rape a woman, you have to pay a penalty. So you say, who does the money go to the father? Oh, you sure show it. The father also in Kedushin. No, no, no. We don't compare money to penalties. Penalties are unique. Penalties are chidushim. We don't compare them. So that's not good. Okay, well, when you rape a woman, not only do you pay a penalty, you also pay boishis and begam. You have to pay for degradation and anything and her value that's less in the market. So, and that's not a penalty, that's that's cash. And who does the money go to? It goes to the father. So, go with that. So that's a good source. Learn out from Boishis and Begam, that by Boishis and Begam, the father receives it. And that's money. So the father, Mestama, also, and the answer is no. Boishas and Begam are not a good source because the father is in charge of her Boishas and her Begam. Why? We know that the father can marry her off under bat mitzvah, to a guy who's disgusting. Yeah. And to a guy who's uh, going to be poigim her, whatever. And that works. So you see that by and Begam, the Torah gives him the rights to and Begam. And therefore it's not necessarily something you could apply to other mumen it's not her Boishas, it's the family. Correct. And therefore the, the fact that the and Begam goes to the father is not indicative of anything else. So we are back to the original question. How do I know that the father has rights to the money of the Naira's Kedushan? And we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow. My pleasure. Hooey!